Welcome to the Why Not Me podcast, where we share practical life experiences about our real business journey in hopes to inspire and encourage you to dream bigger and believe in yourself. Follow us as we share real life wins and struggles and figure out this whole podcast thing as we go. We have no idea what we're doing, but But we are doing doing it anyway. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Why Not Me. Hi. Last week on the show, we talked about goals and why they are so important to have within your business. We talked about why having a why that makes you cry helps to motivate you towards these goals. If you don't know what it is I'm talking about, please go back and listen to last week's episode. We also led you through a powerful guided meditation, which we really hope you go back and listen to. It was really good and definitely got us in the right headspace for being able to set these big goals that we're going to talk about today. Yes. Like Jess said, last week we talked about the importance of having goals, something to focus on, something to work towards, a goal to give your actions direction. Big, scary goals do help us grow. Um, You don't need to know how to get there just to start. Today, we are breaking it down for you guys. We're talking about creating smart goals, how to take something that's big and scary and break it down into something a little smaller, something not as scary, and actions you can take. Um, So now we asked you to think about that goal. And now that you have that goal in your mind, let's work together, get specific, and talk about how to break down those goals. Yes, I'm excited. Let's get into it. Are we ready? Ready. Okay, friends, this is a topic I enjoy talking about. Wouldn't surprise you, I'm sure. (laughs) Now that we've talked about the importance of goals, let's talk about how to actually create a goal based off our most desired wants. I hope since last episode that you had time to think of your why, which in a nutshell is the reason you do what you do, right? And who you are doing this for. And we've mentioned that my why is my family. Veronica's why is Jaden, her son, but your why is what is going to be your driving force, which helps you to get up every day and to actually want, keyword, want to (laughs) work. When you're shooting for your goals, make sure to never forget the reason that you are going for them in the first place. Because if you lose track of that, it's really hard to, to set your mind to something and want to accomplish it. Okay, SMART goals. Have you heard of this acronym before? When creating a goal, try using this format. It can change everything, I promise you that. So let's break it down. SMART, S, specific. M, measurable. A, achievable. R, realistic. And T, time sensitive. When you are making a goal and combine these five key elements, you are creating a recipe for success. Let me break them down a little more for you. S, specific. Your goal should not be broad. It should be narrowed down, very specific. For example, your goal may be to make money in your business. Okay, be more specific. I want to make $5,000 this month in my business to be able to blank. What is that money being used for? Okay, be specific. M measurable. Your goal must have a deadline, a number, a percentage, something that you can actually physically measure. Example, I want to be making an extra $5,000 a month by December 31st. 
Having a deadline keeps you accountable. Okay, again, measurable. A, achievable. You don't want your goals to be so hard that they are almost impossible to achieve, but you want them to be within your realm of possibility. Example, if your goal is to make an extra $5,000 a month and you make this goal the very first goal when you start your business, that might not be the most achievable goal, okay? Start smaller and work towards this goal. So maybe it's more realistic to have 25,000, uh, 25,000, wouldn't I love that? <laughs> $2,500 in the first several months instead of, you know what I'm saying? It has to be yes. achievable. R, realistic. Is it something that can really happen? Okay. So for example, if you want to rank to X rank, right? Think of the highest rank in your company. And again, we're direct sales. So we're kind of, that's where we're focusing mm -hmm. here. You can't assume that you'll hit that goal in the first few months of your business because you need a team to help you get there. Okay. So it can be a future goal of yours, but it has to be realistic. So the timeframes all kind of have to make sense. T, time sensitive. When do you want to achieve your goal by? Having a specific time frame laid out will help you have a sense of urgency and give you a deadline to accomplish your goal by. It goes hand in hand with measurable. Okay, again, time sensitive. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, and I'm asking you as a listener here, do you measure your goals in such a specific way like I just talked about? I didn't in the beginning. Okay, this is something that we learned going into our business. But if not, why not try this way or this format of goal planning? I promise you, things are going to shift for you when you put this kind of uh, goal structure in, into action. Goals are so important to have in your business, we know, right? We mentioned before in the last episode that if you don't have a plan for your business, you're like a ship out at sea without a destination. You have to have an end goal, guys. Today, I encourage you to start creating SMART goals, which give you a direction that excite you and that make you want to show up every day. I love that so much. Um, I also in the beginning of my business did not um, give myself goals. I didn't know how to, but throughout the process, learning how to, how important goals are and how to create smart goals, just broke that down for us. Um, how important that is and how it really does help you uh, work towards what you want to achieve. So now just did an incredible job. Clearly she's in her element. <laughs> yeah. She did an awesome job of explaining what smart goals are, how to narrow your focus. Let's now break it down even further and talk about numbers, okay? So I'm going to give you guys an example. When I first started in my direct selling company three and a half years ago, um, I knew that something that you could do is achieve a trip. And immediately I told myself, there's no way I could ever achieve that trip. I need 30,000 points, okay? And a team, there's no way. There's just no way. And I told myself that. So I saw that big, scary number and I told, I immediately told myself, no. Okay. It wasn't until last year, as I'm growing my business, growing my confidence, working on my uh, mindset and my belief over time that I saw, this is something that I can do. I started looking at some other women that were around me and I'm like, wow, if they can do it, I can do it too. This is something I want to focus on. I want to achieve this trip. And what I did was 
I took that big scary goal and I broke it down into smaller bite-sized pieces that aren't as scary. I made myself a tracker and I started working towards that goal. That was my focus. Like just talks about narrow down your goal. Okay. So is your goal in your business to earn a trip? Is it to achieve a rank? Is it to make a certain amount of money a year, a month? Is it recognition? What is that goal, right? Break it down. If your goal is, like I said, to earn a trip, usually in direct selling, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the word points because I think that kind of goes across the board no matter what company you're with. You know to achieve whatever trip or car or whatever it is, you have to have or accumulate a certain amount of points, okay? 30,000 points is scary, but if I take those 30,000 points or whatever your point system is or whatever you need to achieve that trip, for example, if you take 30,000 points and you divide it into 12 months, then you know how many points you're going to want to get per month to keep you on track to achieving that goal. Then what you do is you take that number per month and break it down per week. And then you can go even further and break it down per day. Then when you look at that number that you would need to get to, what you know, whether it's sales or whatever, to get that many points that day, you sit back and you're like, oh, that's not scary. I can totally do that in a day. It makes that huge scary goal something that you're like, oh, that's not so bad. And now you have something to work towards to say, okay, I just need to do this every day. And that's going to keep me on track to hitting that big scary goal. It's something it's something about our brains when we look at it in that way, you're like, "Oh, that's not so hard. I can easily do that in a day." And then what you do is take action to say, "What do I need to do to get that many points or that many sales per day, per week, per month?" But what's awesome is If for whatever reason, you don't achieve your targeted goal for that day, guess what? You have the next day. It can spill over. You can make up for things. So in the beginning, I would get upset if I didn't hit my goal for that day or that week, but I would turn around the next week and make up for it, okay? Um, So that's something that you can do to break it down. The same goes for achieving a rank. A lot of times, achieving a rank in in indirect sales has to do with team building. If you want to achieve a rank... Okay, but you don't want to build a team, you know, that's not the right goal for you. But if it's something that's important to you, you're going to think, okay, to achieve this first rank, I need to sponsor this many people. What do I need to do to sponsor this many people to help this many people start their own businesses this month? So what actions do I have to take to do that? Do I have to reach out to people that I think would love this? Do I need to talk about the opportunity my business has um, more? How can I How can I get there, right? So it's breaking it down makes it so much easier than looking at that big scary goal. What do you need to do daily, weekly, monthly, right? So if you take that big number and do that, break it down, same thing with an income. If your goal is to pay off your debt and you started a direct selling company for some extra cash to pay off your credit cards, okay, or because you want to make a certain amount of money in this company in a year, right? Take that goal, break it down by month, by week, by day, 
And that way you're like, that's not so bad. That is not so bad. Um, I'm going to share something with you that I cannot take the credit. I heard it from another training. Um, But she said, and this is a, a kind of a good way to think about it. If I came to you and I told you, your child or your children will not eat today if you don't do $1,000 in sales today, right now. Would you go out there and and do $1,000 in sales? You better freaking believe it. If someone told me my kid doesn't eat if I don't do $1,000 in sales, I'm going to do whatever the heck I need to do to get out there and make those sales. And I know I could do it. So in a way, we need to kind of take that mindset and say, if this is my goal and this is what I've chosen to focus on, every action that I take is with that goal in mind. If you're doing something that's not going to get you to that goal, is that something that you should be doing? Are you wasting time maybe on something else? I always have to refocus my brain sometimes to say, is what I'm doing right now going to help me towards the goal of achieving that trip? or achieving that level of income? No, so maybe that needs to go on the back burner and I need to take more actions. But I digress a little, but taking that goal and break it down gives you a daily, weekly, and monthly focus, okay? And what I do, and Jess knows, Jess has her own, I have what I call a goal wall. My team knows about it, I'm looking at it right now. And what I do is, Once I break down my goals, I take an index card. It's nothing fancy. Sometimes you can do it in Word. And I write down my qualification period. So for us, say it's April to March is the qualification period to achieve that trip, get the points that we need. I make a tracker and I say, okay, by April, the end of April, I should be at this many points. By the end of, you know, May, June, July, and every month, I write down the month and where I should be points wise. Then what I do is I have my handy dandy black marker or my highlighter, however you want to do it. And once I achieve that, I cross it off. And can I tell you how good it feels when you are able to cross something off and you see you're on track? Or if I see I'm not on track and I'm behind, that's when I can think to say, okay, Right now, I'm falling behind on my goal. I'm not on track, especially a goal that has that timeline. What do I need to do to catch up? Do I need to have a promotion? Do I need to talk to more people? Do I need to start a vendor show? Do I need to, what is it, what actions do I need to take to not only work towards my goal, but catch up because your girl's behind? Um, So I highly encourage you guys to do that because it's also extremely visual when you can see where you are and where you need to be, but with those smaller goals um, that aren't as scary, but keeping that big end goal in mind um, and doing actions to work towards them. Yes, I love that visualization. Mm -hmm. I do the same thing. Just having that tangible piece of paper in front of you that you can cross off, you know, share with your family, whoever's kind of rooting you on, it really helps you to see your progress Uh, Again, if you're behind, kind of see where you need to kind of catch up um, and then being able to break down that goal into bite-sized pieces, like Veronica said, to have more of a focus is really going to get you where you need to be. So just taking that big thing and and bringing it down, kind of funneling it into the smaller everyday things that you need to do to achieve that goal. So thank you so much. That was such good advice. Yes. Um, I loved hearing that. Great. Thank you. Okay. So now that we've talked about breaking down our goals, thank you, Veronica, we are going to share with you a little bit about our day-to-day routines, right? Take you into our life, what we do every day with those goals. 
um, and how we kind of get ahead. So you all know I'm very structured. So goal planning is right up my alley. Uh, but for some people, it is much harder. If you need help creating a goal or breaking down your goals, find someone that you can trust to sit down with to talk through these goals and work with you. So if you are in our industry, you will have someone like a sponsor or we call it an upline, someone who has been there um, and can walk you through um, and kind of like talk through those goals with you. It's important to do that. Uh, this might not come so naturally to you. And if you're someone who's in business in general, you may have a business partner, but, but talk through those goals, write them down. It's important to take pen to paper when you're going to create and, and just think about what it is that you're looking to accomplish. Um, for me, I love to come up with a plan for my day, a plan for my week and for my month. Does that surprise you? <laughs> um, I am super organized this way. And this is where my handy dandy calendar comes into play. Okay. So if you guys don't have a calendar, some people like digital, some people like paper. I am a traditional, like I need to carry it with me. I need to be able to write with all my colored markers and my highlighters. <laughs> uh, if you don't have a tangible calendar, friends, I encourage you to buy one. You know, with all this technology out there, I mean, there's so many good digital things too. So if that's your jam, do that. Um, every Sunday I sit down. Okay. That's like a slow day for us. We go to church. The rest of the day is like a lazy day, but I'll take some time and I will have my calendar out. And I like to look at the month ahead. Okay. So I'm always looking like what's coming for this month, especially in our business. We have a ton of things we have to prep and plan for. It's not like a nine to five job where I have appointments, if that makes sense. So I look at my month. Um, and then I break it down into the week. I want to know what's coming this week. So of course I have to start with the month, what I have kind of laid out, whether that's appointments, personal things that have to fit into my business life. Right. And then I have a piece of paper and I'm going to write out what I'm going to do for the actual week. Okay. So Monday, Monday through Saturday, Monday through Sunday, what is my plan? But most importantly, what task is going to help me to get to getting that goal, right? Achieving that goal. Because this is all about goals, uh, planning, and, and setting. So your tasks that you have in your calendar have to all kind of, you know, make sense, especially if you're going towards a point goal or something like that, like Veronica said. So I look at my weekly calendar, right? Like what is happening this week? And then I'll even break it down by day. Okay, so when I said I get a piece of paper, this is what I meant. Sorry, I get a piece of paper to write down my daily to do's. Okay, so I want to know what am I doing tomorrow. So I take it day by day. Every day I'll write like my to do's for the next day. And this hasn't always been my structure, but lately I've been doing this and this has been working. Okay, so I break down my uh, to do list um, for the day before, right? The day before. And I prioritize the most important tasks. Sometimes the things we don't want to do has to be first because A, we have to get it done and B, if we don't, we won't get it done, right? So it's not always the things that we want to get done first. It's the most important tasks, okay? And some things are time sensitive when it comes to, you know, your goals. I then make sure I get everything done for the day that was absolutely necessary, and if I needed to move something to the next day's list, that's okay. But again, those are things that are not priority that can be kind of fluid. Um, I never want to overwhelm myself, but I also want to be focused, right? Keyword here, focused, and to have a plan of action, or it will in turn lead me to inaction, which is the complete opposite. Um, I'm curious, how do you plan out your day? 
Are you the planner type like me, or do you lack organization skills or just kind of struggle in this area? Uh, Veronica raises her hand. <laughs> Um, whatever it is for you, creating an everyday routine is a must guys must when it comes to goal planning. Okay. Create your plan and work your plan. And I will say side note, your plan can change, but find out what works for you. And when you find out that system, it kind of just flows. Um, again, you can always change it up when your plan isn't working. Um, and you can kind of model after people that have things that are working, especially if it comes to like doing the same kind of thing or being in the same industry as somebody. Um, my most important tip when it comes to sticking to your goal is discipline. Okay. It is so easy to be sidetracked, right. To lose focus, to even lose steam or excitement about your goal. Right. Not everyone has discipline. Um, I actually was reading somewhere that if you weren't taught discipline as a child, it can be really difficult to learn it as an adult, which I found interesting. Um, you have to be able to tell yourself what to do and to be able to follow through with it, okay? If you feel like you are not disciplined or lack structure when it comes to goal planning, again, that's some of us, I have a few little tips for you, okay? Tip one, surround yourself with people who are disciplined, who have that kind of structure and system in place. And like I said, you can either model them or learn from them, or if they're your friend, ask them what it is that they're doing that's working. Tip two, break down your overwhelming goal into smaller pieces that aren't as overwhelming and seem manageable for you. Again, what's manageable for Jess isn't always manageable for Veronica. Yeah. We have life things too. We have kids to pick up, okay? Tip three, find what motivates you and use that to keep you on track. Again, that's your why. If you don't understand the, the what the why is, um, go back to uh, the last episode and listen, because having a why is really going to make a difference in, in achieving your goal. Um, and lastly, utilize time blocking. Okay. I, um, we love time blocking and essentially we, we've talked about this too in, in the podcast, but um, it's kind of like creating like power hours for yourself. Okay. And we call, we do this in our business power hours where it's like you have an hour of time to super focus and get done those things on your to-do list. Right. Um, but, but it's taking the time that you have and being intentional with that time, if that makes sense. Yeah. So if you work from nine to five, okay, cross out nine to five in your calendar, you can't work that for your business, but you may have a half hour during lunch. You may have an hour in the afternoon and you're going to take that time and you're going to block out everything that's going on. And you're just going to listen and focus. And what can you get done in that half hour, that hour? You'll be surprised how many things you can achieve when you're actually focusing and removing your distractions. Um, so Veronica, <laughs> I would love to hear what is your daily routine and habit when it comes to setting goals? Yeah. So if you guys have made it to this episode, something that you've learned is how different Jess and I are. <laughs> Jess is structured and plans and prepares and preps, whereas I... <laughs> And more of a, I just wing my every day. I just figure it out every day. Um, and some of you may relate to Jess and love to plan and prep and don't like any surprises. Or if you're someone like me who just kind of wings it. Um, now, when it comes to something like having a business, it's not the best quality to have. It helps in scenarios like this where I can just jump on a call and train and just talk about whatever comes to my mind. But when it comes to goal setting and planning and having structure, it's not the best. Um, and I 
you know, in my mindset journey have come to recognize um, my areas for improvement. I don't like to call them flaws, but areas for improvement. And this is one of them. Um, in the first year or so of my business, I had no structure, no planning. Um, I um, ha- didn't know how to set goals. I didn't think I could achieve anything. So it was kind of a mess. But as I started growing in this business, learning about myself, um, starting to get excited, having goals, um, I've learned someone like me who's all over the place, even more so needs a focus. So for me, um, I started off trying a to-do list. I would make my to-do list and I would say, okay, these are all the things I need to get done today. I would write them down on a piece of paper. And then what I would start doing is just do the quick, easy things that I wanted to do. And then I wouldn't do the things that I've been um, putting off or things maybe that aren't my strong suit. Uh, And then I just wouldn't get them done. Then I would beat myself up about it, add them to my list for the next day and probably push them off at the end. So a to-do list for me did not work. Okay. So it wasn't until like just mentioned, I got on Amazon, doesn't have to be a big expensive one. I got myself a calendar. So this is not just any regular calendar. It's a calendar that's broken up by day, by month, right? You got your big snapshot and then an hourly calendar. So each day is broken down by half hour. Um, And what I would do is start utilizing that time blocking to actually schedule my day. And when I mean schedule my day, I mean actually even schedule my lunch, like eat lunch here. (laughs) Because what I would do is either procrastinate, right? We talked about what the meaning of procrastination really is, um, or put things off that I didn't want to do. But when I gave myself an actual schedule to say, okay, these are the times you drop off and pick up your son. Okay. So those kind of hours are off limit, but here's the chunks of the day that you have and actually say between nine and 10, we record the podcast between this day, this time and this time you have to go live on Facebook. Then you got to go on Instagram, create this, do that, contact these customers, talk to your team. Because if I didn't have that structure, I just, again, would just not do things. But looking down at my calendar and saying, "Uh uh-oh, I only have an hour to complete this task because I have something right after, it made me more focused to say, okay, I have to sit down and complete this task because if I don't, all the other tasks that I schedule for myself throughout the day are not only going to get pushed back but they're not going to get completed. So if you're someone like me who's all over the place, never finishes their to-do list, or just as, you know, <laughs> kind of just wings it without a plan, I highly encourage you guys to get an hourly um, calendar so that you can schedule your day to keep you on track. Am I perfect? No. Are there days that I don't schedule anything and then regret it? Yes. Um, just plans a week, a month in advance. I'm the type of person where I at least, at minimum, guys, sit there the night before and I pull out my calendar and I say, okay, what do I need to get done tomorrow? Is there a team call I'm hopping on? Do I have to run errands? What is it? And then actually go into my hourly calendar and schedule my day. Because I, when I do that, I am more on track. I take more action. I get more things done. I get more done. So I highly encourage you guys to use time blocking to see the time that you have for your business. Um, Another thing that I will say is um, what you do, what you like to do the least first. Okay. If you know you're not the best, maybe at um, making graphics like your girl here, (laughs) that's something that I would always put off. But instead, 
Do those things first. Do the things you like the least first so that you're done. And then everything else you need to get done during the day is something that you enjoy, something that you can get, can get done quickly. Another thing to think about that I do too is what you need to do in your business. There's different tasks. There's things that you need to do like go live, engage with people, meet people, grow your customer base, do maybe tutorials or talk about your opportunity or your product, right? Then there's other things that are more administrative like scheduling posts, like doing follow-ups, okay? Do what takes your personality when you need you. You need to be on, be you, times two, be excited when you are at your best. So I personally am at my best in the morning. I'm alert, I'm awake, I had a couple cups of, a couple cups of coffee. So that's when I do things like go live, do maybe a tutorial, create some reels, And then I keep the administrative things to when I kind of start to dwindle down and lose my energy at the end of the day. If you're someone who is a night owl and you are wide awake and ready to go at night, do those tasks that require your face and your personality at night and do the other administrative things other times, okay? Um, Then another part of my daily schedule is I have daily, weekly, and monthly tasks. So I do something in my business Um, that I call 555, where it kind of is my door to unlock my notifications on social media. Um, If I open social media, I start scrolling and then I already start my day off wrong. So what I tell myself is you need to complete these tasks, okay, before you can open your notifications, open your email. And it's something that I do to kind of always touch base with whether it's my team, my customers, let them know that I'm here. Um, And I do that and say, okay, you cannot unlock your Facebook group, your, your notifications, your texts, nothing until you complete these tasks. Then I have things that I do weekly and monthly. Then in between there, I'll look at my goal and say, okay, what actions do I need to take today that are going to get me towards that goal? And I schedule those within my day, um, which should always take priority um, because, again, if you're not on track for your goal, it's going to be harder to get there. So make sure everything you do is taking action towards that goal. Um, and and it's, it's baby goals, right? So we already broke them down. So think about those baby goals. Share your goals. Something that I do with my in my VIP group with my customers is I share my goals like the trip, okay? Um, they know last year I worked so hard towards that trip and I brought them along that journey with me. I showed them my goal tracker. Every time we were able to cross something off on my tracker, I went live and I did it with my customers because they get invested in your journey. They like know and trust you, so they want to see that and, and they want to help you win. There were customers at the end that said, how close are you to your goal? What can I do to help you? I don't need a refill of this yet, but I know I will. You know what? I'll get it if that's going to help you get closer to your goal. Um, So that's something that I do. I'm always sharing things um, with my customer base, with my group to get them invested. Um, So things like that are super, super important to me. Um, And one thing I'll say before I, I toss it back to Jess is you need to just believe. You don't need to know how you're going to get there, but you need to believe that you can. It wasn't until I believed that I could achieve a trip that I really hunkered down and started focusing on that goal, breaking it down to achieve that trip. We can all do what we set our mind to. If other people have achieved it in your business or your company, you can too. 
Start modeling after those people. I've learned so much for just about having some sort of structure in my life to get towards what I need to get to um, and start completing those tasks. And you'll you'll be surprised what you can do. But having that structure, um, especially for someone like me who is kind of all over the place and a hot mess, is extremely important. So I try and stick to my tasks every day, my perfect no, um, but it really helps. And what I'll also leave with is just because you're behind on your goal does not mean you give up. We had a girl that we were kind of running with for a trip um, this past year who didn't get any on-track emails, who was way off track from achieving the points she needed to, to earn the trip. And we all banded together around her and we said, you're not giving up. We're doing this together. And she ended up achieving the goal the last month that she had to qualify. Had she turned around and said, no, that's it. I'm never going to achieve it. I, you know, what's the point in trying? She would have never gotten there and she would have never known that she could get there. So being behind um, is not a reason to give up. It's actually a reason to light a fire under your butt and start saying, okay, what do I need to do to get back on track? What are the steps I need to take? What is the action I need to take in my business? What gets me the most sales? What gets me in front of more people? Um, that's going to help me get points or whatever it is you need to achieve that goal. Do not give up. My team knows I always say this. It ain't over till the fat lady sings. You have until 1159 that night on the last day to work towards your goal. And it ain't over till it's over. That's that's right. And, and at the end of the day, it does all boil down to mindset. Yes. So um, it's interesting to see how different we are, right? <laughs> the two of us. But at the end of the day, we still get it done and we do what works for us. Mm -hmm. And we hope that you find what works for you and run with that. Yeah. So in kind of concluding this episode, we hope that this episode motivated you um, and helps you kind of to start thinking about SMART goals, not just goals, but SMART goals. Start breaking them down into actionable steps that aren't overwhelming for you, but do provide you with that structure and plan that you want to have, okay? Um, Veronica and I gave you a peek into our everyday routines and what works for us um, and what we do to work the plan that we have created. Use what works, um, try new things, and brainstorm ideas that work for you. Again, um, if you come up with something that works great or is already working awesome for you, please let us know. We would love to share this with our community here and our followers and maybe even implement it into our own routines. Yeah. So um, we want to know, okay? We want to hear from you. What is your big goal? But more importantly, how do you plan to accomplish it? and by when. So how and by when. And I challenge you today to create this goal and to shoot it over to us by email. We want to hear. This will help keep you accountable. Yeah. It'll get it out there, whether it's on paper or, or just via email, and it gets it out into the universe, right? You're speaking it into existence. And um, you can um, reach this goal. Um, and we believe in you. And we want to hear from you. So email us at the why not me podcast show at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to hear from you and share it with um, all of the rest of you listeners yep. and encourage you along your journeys. So um, we are excited to see you on next week's episode. And until next time, bye. bye. If you found value in this episode, it would mean the world to us if you would follow our channel, leave a review, or share this episode with a friend. Remember, we are going to believe in you until you believe in yourself. So say it with us. 
Why Not Me? 